Welcome back, Jonesers, to the third episode of The Callbacks here. We're going to be talking about Karate Kid today. Uh, this was definitely an interesting pick. None of us had seen this movie probably in the past, like, 10 years. So it's pretty cool to actually see this movie for the first time in that amount of time, obviously. Because um, I feel like the last two movies we had seen a lot of times recently. So this was kind of like seeing it for the first time all over again. It was pretty cool. Uh, just how you want to talk about why you picked this one a little? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this was a movie that I chose because I felt like it was getting like repopular um, because of that new show, Cobra Kai. Yep. I've never seen Cobra Kai, um, but it got me thinking that, you know, it'd be great to, you know, dive into Karate Kid. When I dismantled Nelson and Trivia, I thought it would be a good choice for, for our drama segment. Um, I also think that the character Danny LaRusso is one of the swaggiest characters and pretty much every kid wants to be a Danny LaRusso. I'm just a badass, sweet-talking guy. Are you kidding me, Roger? Don't give me that. And lastly, one of the last reasons I chose this was because you have the the mentor-student relationship, you know, being a teacher. Um, it's a, a relationship that I think is very crucial and is, is exemplified in uh, Mr. Miyagi. So I thought it was a great choice. Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely be talking about Mr. Miyagi a lot. Um, but I think I think one of the funniest things about, like, what you said is so many kids, like, want to be a Danny LaRusso. mixing in with like the show coming out and he's like he owns a like he's like a car salesman now or whatever it's so funny that like you could be the best at some random sport and like just end up being like an insurance salesman or a car salesman or something like that as as opposed to like going pro and like an actual sport that like has a following Mm -hmm. that's a good point Nelson. i don't know why rogers disagrees with uh daniel russo being the swaggiest character i mean like (laughs) That guy walks around with the Jersey accent, looking all swagged up, Cali kid. Yeah, I mean, he got his ass kicked like the entire movie. So I don't know how <laughs> many kids want. But to what be... happened? I mean, in, I mean, in the end, in the end, he in throws end, an illegal like... kick and wins by a point in the All Valley Championship. Um, but it, did he not sweet talk a woman the entire? Yeah, no, no. I know, movie? like I know what you're saying. I'm just saying. I don't know if every kid was like, yeah, I want to get my ass. What about his style? What about his cool style? What about yeah, his no, style? absolutely. That, that's another thing that is, you know, his style was just so 80s, um, yeah. and it was yeah. a nice trip down memory lane because I haven't seen an 80s movie like a movie like made in the 80s in a while. Um, Rogers, that's actually phenomenal that you brought that up because I was doing a little research about 80s movies. Naturally, the '80s was a booming decade for like sports movies right. in general and underdog stories. So I have a list here: '80s movies: Hoosiers, Field of Dreams, Raging Bull, Karate Kid, Rocky Three, Rocky Four, Major League, Caddyshack, and Chariots wow. of Fire. All in the '80s. You also got a uh, Breakfast Club, which is kind of yeah. similar. I mean, it's just like similar in the in the sense that it's a movie about a bunch of high schoolers like trying to overcome whatever, but. Like you got the poor kids and you got the rich kids, that kind of mix. But I, yeah, you're right. The '80s was definitely popping off. For it was a bang. It was and a bang. I think a, a reason for that is the director of this movie, John Alvidson, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Also directed these movies. If you've heard of them, Rocky, Rocky Five, um, Lean <laughs> on Me, Saturday Saturday Night Fever. So like, so so I guess just like reading up on on like the the production. He obviously did Rocky and huge success. And then he did, and then they brought him on to do Karate Kid. 
um, duh, like pretty much the same concept, you know, like student teacher relationship, like Josiah brought up underdog, duh. Um, and I think what's also interesting is this budget was $8 million and has grossed 130 million worldwide. Oh, screw you, Rogers. That was a trivia oh, question. I'm going to have to take wow. that one out. But I prepared, I prepared for that. <laughs> I prepared for that. So I have extra questions. I, I, think, I think one of the other parts about like this movie just being so 80s was where like the montages, like when he goes out on the date at the carnival with Ali, first of all, so like such a classic movie scene. And then at, in the tournament at the end, and they're playing like, and you're the best. Yeah around like the montages yeah. <laughs> are just so classic in this movie and it was it was did you funny. did you notice did you notice in that like that tournament like kind of like segment for like 50 minutes like towards the end like ali knows yeah. everything about fighting like he just hit the rules <laughs> well, like out of nowhere like was telling well keep in mind she dated people. johnny yeah that's true so i'm sure that's i'm true. sure that's a good I'm point sure she probably johnny, yeah she probably past. watched him hoist those two back to back all valley championships yeah. but I, yeah, I that's, think that's oh, true. it's just so classic, like, in every way, um, because just, like, if you look at the timeline, like, in, in, like, those types of movies, like you just said, like, Rocky obviously came out before, but, like, Karate Kid, I think, was just, like, another example of how people can resonate with these, like, underdog stories, but it's just so classic, like, the all the Cobra Kai students dressed up as skeletons, like, beating up, like, the new kid at school from New Jersey, yeah. like, right away, um, and I know, jo- like I know, Josiah gave me a lot of flack for saying this movie was relatable, like because I'm I'm not referencing the karate part, but like the scene when Johnny Johnny first sees Johnny like those like other idiots um, first see Danny like hitting on Allie on the beach, and all those boys yeah. are like, oh, like forget about it, dude. Like it was ancient history. Like right off the bat, you're, if you're out there and you went to high school, you've been in a situation where yourself yep. or a friend freaks out because they see their ex talking to somebody yep. else. I don't care who you are. You've been in that situation. And immediately that's like, right. You know what? First 20 minutes of the movie. And right then you're like, okay, like I know the, you know, the emotions going on between everyone, which is funny. Yeah. So I think that brings up and just, uh, I don't think you ever watched how I met your mother, no. but Rogers, I know you and I used to be huge fans in high school. Good show. I Barney Stinson yeah. would have been ecstatic to see that Cobra Kai came out and be like, finally, we get to see what is his name, William Zabka, yeah. as the protagonist and get to see it from his perspective. But it was actually really cool because way before I knew we were going to pick this movie, I started picking um, way before I knew that we were picking this movie, I started watching Cobra Kai. And I watched the whole thing. First of all, like, I know, I think Rogers has seen a few episodes. Like, literally 20 minutes seen... or an hour before we started this podcast, I, I started watching. So I'm thinking I'm three <laughs> episodes in, but I get, I get the gist. I know. No, I haven't, I, haven't watched, <laughs> I haven't watched a single episode. Yeah. You'll, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much in, like, 15 seconds or less, like, William Zapka's character, um, well, Johnny is, like, a loser, and Danny's successful, they're adults, and then... Um, What's his name? Johnny, like, restarts Cobra Kai. Wow. The dojo. Restarts Cobra Kai, and if you watch more of it, like, the, the two of them, like, uh, LaRusso ends up opening up his own dojo, and, like, the two of them butt heads, and then Johnny's former sensei, I forget his name now, but uh, he tries to take over Cobra Kai, so it's the three of them, like, all against each other. It's, oh, that's it's, brilliant. 
It's it's a terrible fucking show. Um, <laughs> I, I think it moves along. I, the first episode, I couldn't time. stop watching it. But what I yeah. was trying to say about it was, it was so it was pretty cool to watch this show, and then go back and watch the movie. Like I said, I hadn't seen the movie in like ten years. I'm watching this entire show, and then Josiah picks Karate Kid, so it was perfect. I got to go back and watch this kind of out of like Johnny's point of view and try to see it from his perspective. And right like Rogers mentioned, on that opening beach scene, like, yeah, they just broke up. He was, his plan was, like, to hopefully get back together with that girl, like, after the summer. And then he rolls up and he sees her talking to a new guy. And he just happens to, like, know some karate. So, no (laughs) shit, he's going to whip it out in front of her. And, like, but, I mean, like, he is kind of a dick throughout the movie. And, and as much as you try to, like, sympathize or empathize with him, I don't really know the difference. But um, Word. it's it's kind of hard to because, you know, I mean, he just keeps, like, five-on-wanting the kid. But at the end, like, he's, like, rooting for him, like, when he beats him in the tournament, isn't he? Isn't he, like, happy yeah, for him Yeah, he says, at the he end? says, like, oh, like, the classic 80s line, like, you're all right, LaRusso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something no, like I, I, I think too. Like, obviously, going into it, like you could make the joke argument, like, oh, well, like, you know, um, Johnny's the Karate Kid. Um, but there, are, yeah, but there, there are <laughs> yeah, enough right. times where it's like, dude, you don't need, you don't need five of you to jump like a hundred and thirty-five pound Danny Larusso who yeah. doesn't know anything. He got taught karate in the Newark YMCA. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it is funny watching it from that angle because I did the same thing, admitted, admittedly, uh, because it's just like a funny aspect to have to watch the movie. But another cool thing is that this movie just like really made karate popular in the United States. So it's just cool to see that this movie just kind of has like an impact like that. Yeah, I mean, again, not not so popular that uh, that you know, Ralph Macchio or his character, Danny LaRusso grows up and be, becomes a professional, like karate right, right, right. martial arts artist, but popular enough to like get some interest across the country and get a lot of kids started, which was pretty cool, I guess. But, uh, and another point I wanted to get into, I mean, I know we brought this up kind of briefly, but I wanted to dive into this a little more. It was like the mentor student relationship between Miyagi and, and, uh, LaRusso, obviously. Um, I mean, Miyagi has got to be like one of the best characters of all time man of few words I mean doesn't know much English granted but that being said like gets the message across always like checks in with Daniel but I mean he's just a mastermind and like he pushes Daniel to the breaking point of you know like what what am I really doing for you like I'm just doing all these fucking chores and then he finally like busts out an absolute like arsenal of of fucking moves on him and he blocks them all which it was an absolute barrage and he blocked every single shot so it was pretty cool to see the genius behind i it. think that's arguably one of the best scenes in the movie because of the close-up shot afterwards like when it goes on Larusso's face because re-watching that scene when i rewatched it like today actually i was like you just like see like like you just said nelson like the wax on wax off like you see just like like right after they get into an argument and Danny's like, Oh, like this sucks. Like, I'm just like not doing anything. Like you're not teaching me karate. So it's just like funny how he's like, you knew there was a plan all along. And then his face, because when you're watching that, I'm like, Holy fuck. And then it goes up on his face. That's the exact same reaction that he has. And I think that the, the mentor student relationship is, is 
you know, it's we see it in other movies, like the Yoda and Luke Skywalker, which really kind of yeah. is the first to, I mean, I, maybe there's others, but that's kind of the most popular. I would say, I mean, Miyagi is obviously, you know, up there as well. Um, and it's funny because both Yoda and Miyagi speak in like broken English. Uh, they don't really talk a lot. And then I also love like the weird, like the, he shows off his karate skills and like weird, like he never wants to do anything. He like has to do karate and it's just like the best yeah. uh, in the movie. You know what I thought was a wild scene was when uh, Miyagi just rips through four beer bottles with his hand. He's like, how'd you do that? He's like, I have oh, no yeah. idea. It's like, I don't know how it's I did it. It's my first time. It's my first time. I have no <laughs> idea how I did it. That kind of humanizes, I mean, like, when uh, when Daniel, like, gets the fly with the chopsticks and he's like, and Miyagi's, like, so pissed. He's like, beginner's luck. Like, fuck you. And then, I mean, it, it's just a cool relationship. I thought one thing that, like, he taught him that was cool and this really shows the difference between, you know, the, the Miyagi-Do karate and the Cobra Kai karate. Um, there's the scene where he's saying Te is like Chinese or Japanese for hand. And karate was the adaptation of that, meaning empty hand. And it was just like, he's, he's enforcing the idea that uh, karate is for defense. And he's like saying throughout the movie, he's like, I don't like fighting. Like, I just grew up having to like save myself yeah, from people so i had to learn karate and for you it's kind of the same you're just getting beat up by high schoolers rather than actually like fighting for your life or whatever it was but um some really cool lessons obviously i just thought like the vagueness and just like if you're watching this for the first time like not knowing anything about the movie like when this movie came out in the 80s and you don't know the wax on wax off thing that that really is genius mm -hmm. and uh, what is his name? Pat, Pat something, I think. Well, Pat's like his American. Yeah, name, no, he, but I think, yeah, I forget what his last name was, but rest in peace. Died in 2005. Yeah. Absolute legend. Rip. I mean, yeah. I love how they're like, the relationship just kind of like happened kind of out of nowhere. Like Miyagi fixes Danny's bike and that's kind of like the, the turning point yeah. where, where Danny's really like, all right, I, I like this guy a lot. Like I, I kind of owe him a little bit um but at first i mean it's kind of like a hey like come fix my sink like you're just like the maintenance guy and then it just kind of out of nowhere turned after the uh like the bike was fixed and then well so even going going back on my point right off that i mean like he he fixes the bike because he overhears the conversation that he had with his mom yeah. outside the apartment saying like i hate it here like i'm just getting beat up all the time like this sucks next morning he finds his bike is fixed and you know he doesn't know it at that time but he starts that's the beginning of a beautiful relationship with his mentor with his sensei a thousand percent um i don't really have for like best scenes i know we were kind of diving into that a little bit i just wrote any scene with mr miyagi <laughs> now that we're on the topic um just like i don't i don't want to beat a dead horse here, I have, but just like i mean i got i got one scene in particular that is just probably tops all the rest i mean the final scene, Larusso, the crane to win, like you can't, you can't beat that. And then, and then the freeze yeah. snapshot of Miyagi to end the movie, that's it. And it just like, goes out like that. That's it. I mean, and that's it. Like it, that's all. It was, 
it was almost like they they ran out of film in the movie <laughs> but but i mean i think that's such a good way to end a movie is just like an intense zoom in and then just right to black just cut to black yeah i had i had read that uh they were planning on doing like a another like altercation scene with miyagi and the uh what, what was the other guy's name the other like the sensei yeah the, the other, uh, like the sensei yeah they were gonna have like a yeah, yeah. the last scene was gonna be like an altercation between them imagine that like well a that's fight, a fight between those two like to finish out the that movie been well that's what that's the opening scene of karate kid too so like the end of karate kid oh. is if like obviously you think it's the ending but the the opening scene of karate kid 2 is like this cobra kai sensei like choking out um johnny in the parking lot that was another thing i meant to bring up like i uh i certainly i don't think i've ever seen karate oh kid it's 2. awesome i mean it's oh, like yeah no i've it's, never seen well it like so uh, so so it's one of those it's kind of like not the same scale i but it's kind of like the like the godfather and godfather 2 so it's just like the continuation of the story so it literally picks up like the next day and then like you end okay. up going back to Okinawa and you meet Miyagi's like friends and family and like you meet an old right like the classic like his enemy from home and like you know Danny fights this fucking kid again and, and then Karate Kid 3 I'm pretty sure they they're still in Japan but I, I Oh they show all these like cutouts so yeah so I think based off of what I've seen in Cobra Kai like Karate Kid 3 like he's he actually has to fight for his life cuz some kid in Japan actually wants to fucking kill him or something probably but I don't know let's talk if, let's talk about these movies that like I feel like Karate Kid is just one that we're obviously on you know on the subject of but it's just so interesting to see like this movie obviously bought huge box office hit. I mean, eight million dollars to make it, and you make that much money in return. Yeah, you know it's going to get marketed and just blown out by the studio and by everybody involved and who has stake in it. And just to see it like go to this extent where two sequels, there was a TV show on NBC, Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai on Netflix, announced last january it's going to be a broadway musical i don't know what production's at right now during um the pandemic um and there's definitely been other spinoffs that i'm forgetting the like jaden smith i forgot that and then there's one i'm pretty sure there's another one where a famous actress is like the daniel like the daniel larusso character so like there's just so many uh, i've never ever, seen like, the one with jane smith did never they like have. go Couldn't. did in I have seen that one. In Karate Kid 2 or even Cobra Kai, did they go into like the relationship with Danny and Allie? Like did what happened with them? In Cobra Kai, the episode I just mentioned, it he just briefly says that they broke up after high school. Oh really? Yeah, so, yeah and she like I think Because they ended on fantastic terms. They, they like her he uh so Daniel and Johnny like both stalk her on Facebook or something. Uh, awkward. Or Johnny does. <laughs> And he finds out that she, like, was married, but then she comes into town and says that they're separated or something like that. So she comes back into the mix in the mm. third season. Um, and I don't know, but I, I just think, well, speaking of her, like, classic chick just causing so much drama in high school. Jesus Christ, Nelson. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just saying two guys fighting over. But I mean, what a ridiculous so like the show is even worse because a kid gets fucking paralyzed in a school fight. Like where are the teachers in Cobra Kai? I know you guys haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, but no, there there's a so lot of many... there's a lot of plot holes and 
yeah, no, I agree. Now, so like the op- like there's the opening scene is Johnny like just kicks the shit out of like four high scores. Like that's four counts of assault. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> should be- but like I'm talking about. I'm talking about like on the high school grounds. Oh, like, yeah. I think that I think it's the season two finale. Like, there's a huge fight that breaks out between like the Miyagi Do versus the Cobra Kai, and this kid literally gets kicked off like the second floor uh, staircase, and he lands on the railing on the first floor, and he's like in a coma for a couple weeks or whatever, yeah. and he's the main character. Yeah, like, what are we doing? I'd have here? to report that to guidance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to tell, tell administration about that. the the fight scene The fight scene is got to be like ten minutes long. Like, it's where where are the teachers? There was gonna be uh, a uh, there was gonna be a food fight scene in Karate Kid that they that they out took. Like they filmed it and then they were like, "Nah, this is this is lame. We're not gonna do." It. I thought that would be pretty funny, but yeah, honestly, I think, not. I think like, the movie I mean, did a perfect amount because like it's the same thing like over and over. You know, like they're just both kind of like you know, just slightly poking at each other enough and it builds up and then like, you know, Danny will get a swing on Johnny, then Johnny and like everyone else from Cobra Kai just jumps him. So I'm kind of glad <laughs> that there wasn't like too many scenes like that, but I love what Josiah. Sorry. No, no, my mine's irrelevant. Keep going. I was just going to say, I love that. Um, there's actually a lot of big name actors were considered for the role of Danny and I guess, you know, obviously Ralph Macchio gets it. And it's funny because they changed the name of the character to LaRusso. It's supposed to be Daniel Webster. Like, yep, I've like, read that too. Like the college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, I, I think they said like Charlie Sheen was going to yeah, be it was like in Charlie the movie. Sheen, Sean Chuck Penn. Norris. Yeah. Well, all right. So something that shocked me when I was doing my research for this, Ralph Macchio, 22 years old when it. filming. You this guys movie. are ruining my trivia for crying <laughs> out loud. I prepared for this, but you guys are ruining. I mean, that was like that was like one of the first things on IMDb yeah. fun facts. So. Yeah. Well, that's my source. Um, <laughs> no, I'm good. I, I should be good with. I have three questions now. I had six. Well, that's why you over over prepare. Over prepare so. every single time. Nice, nice. Um, um wait, can I say guys... one more thing, Nelson? Yeah, yeah. Um. The scene, the Halloween dance at the school, mm-hmm. and uh, Danny runs out after uh, pulling a little prank in the bathroom. The the car crash that happens in the parking lot, and like just like the absolute drama that occurs, like as they're running away from each other, it's mayhem. Yeah, like yeah, three I, I, car crash. Like Danny Larusso is in some serious trouble in real life. That occurs. I'm so glad you just said that because in that happens in the show too, and they're <laughs> just like in in a high speed chase. Like first of all, you're like in your mid 40s like where like you're talking about high schoolers fighting each other what is the rush i don't i don't really actually i think when he's chasing he's like chasing a stolen car from larusso's shop so that kind of checks out but either way like he causes some some other guy to get into an accident and he just goes yeah they have insurance like who the fuck do these people think they are causing all of this ruckus in the middle of town. it's also you notice that in the original karate kid when miyaki like lets danny drive and then <laughs> like without a license and then one big gives him a car when he gets his license and then danny immediately is like tells ali like oh you drive and yeah and she's yeah. like oh like really and then he's like oh it's the 80s and i don't know it's if that's 80s. like a, a, a gender thing which is a whole other conversation that we could have or if it's like oh like no no rules in the 80s which we're gonna pretend like that was what he was saying um 
I think that's just like so funny. Like what? Like it's just different time. And that's why I love watching movies about like the seventies and eighties and um, especially like even like the like movies based in like the like Roaring Twenties. Great Gatsby, I guess, but that's kind of over the top. But those these period pieces kind of just hit you nostalgically, which is always fun. And this is like the first time that we've kind of broken down a movie that wasn't made, you know, very recently. Yeah. And Nelson, back to your point about uh, Machio being 22 years old. Like, what a baby face that guy has. Like, when I saw that, I was so shocked. And, like, thinking about, like, other movies, like, Grease, like, Johnny Travolta did not look like a high schooler. Like, Ralph Machio looked like he was 17 years old. Like, literally, like, like, yeah, he literally looked like, he looked, (laughs) like, scrawny, baby face. He looked like a kid who would get beat up in the halls. I can't believe he was 22 years old. It's ridiculous. I would hope that he, like, lost weight on purpose. Because, yeah. man, yeah, maybe. man, oh, know. man. Jeez. Either that or he's, <laughs> he was just, like, hacking cigs. But, or uh, both. I don't know. Yeah. Um, do, do you guys have some – do we already go through quotes? Or do you guys have some quotes? I think I do. I think I do have some quotes. I got one. I'll start it off. Um, it's, it's at the tournament. So, like, they go to check in. And the the guy at the table is like, uh, what belt are you? And Mr. Miyagi's like, why does that matter? And he's like, well, you got to be like at least a brown belt to be in this tournament. And he's like, oh, well, he's a black belt. And he like tells LaRusso to like start leaving. And he's like pointing at the guy on the table. And he's like, no, 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 it's, it's Miyagi. And he's like grabbing Ali's hand. Yeah. And he's pulling her over. And he like sneaks the black belt out from behind the table. Like there's a bag next to the table. And he pulls the black belt out, slips into Ali's hand. While he's pointing at the judge's table to be like, Miyagi. And then they go back. And uh, <laughs> they're, they're, he's about to start his first fight. So he enters the tournament. He's about to start his first fight. And Ali puts the puts the black belt around his gi, and he's like, "Where did we get this?" And Mr. Miyagi just goes, "Ah, Buddha provides." <laughs> and also, like, and then, and then literally, no more than a minute later, the uh, rules officials were like, "Hey, like only like coaches and yeah. like contestants only." And, he, and he's like, "Oh, like this is like like my sensei, like he doesn't speak any English," which the writer of this movie based the the plot of this film on his life because he had his sensei only spoke japanese oh that's anyway funny. um and so they like obviously convinced the official that ali is his translator and then as miyaki like walks away because like oh like thank you because he complimented him and miyaki's like welcome <laughs> and this like walks away yeah. like clearly <laughs> spoke english so it's like another like there's like that like those like two little clips kind of like gave you like oh like, this is like kind of like a goofy um has like a little goofy side because what the hell is the guy's last name who plays Miyagi? Pat? I can't it's believe like I Morito. forgot. Mori- uh, uh, I think I have it somewhere. I thought yeah, I Pat Morita. Because um, I guess he was did like a lot of, com- lot of comedies before. So maybe, so I oh, guess that's funny. Yeah, so it's kind of like a Jonah Hill situation which is, we've talked about Jonah Hill now every podcast, but I think that's kind of the 1980s I guess comparison. Well, another uh, one of the funny lines in this movie too was when they meet like that crazy old lady like up front as a, at his apartment, and she's got that cat or that dog. And uh, he goes upstairs, and he's like, "This lady from Jersey, like she reminds me of Uncle Louie or whatever." 
and he's like pouring the bowl of water and she's like who's that for he's like uncle louie's dog <laughs> you know nelson that is hilarious that you mentioned that because that old lady is happy gilmore's grandma yeah no, no, i don't know not. if you guys that was what i was gonna bring i up. did not pick that up i saw her i was like that's freaking happy gilmore's grandma you <laughs> notice that rog yeah well i like she looked familiar and then like i looked it up um are you sure about that? is that yeah, actually I'm positive <laughs> i am positive that how would have worn glasses shut the hell up <laughs> you're in Hal's world now dude that oh man ben so when Stiller. I saw that I was like I can't wait to bring that up in the pod we, we gotta we gotta do one movie where uh, where Ben Stiller Ben Stiller's the bad guy cause he is like the best bad guy of all time in movies between Dodgeball like Happy Gilmore dude, what else I, I don't even know but he's just hysterical in general yeah he's a fucking funny guy um I don't have any other quotes. Um, the one thing that I did think we didn't touch on was like, Mr. Miyagi's got like hands of pure magic. Like, yeah. he, just rubs his, he just rubs his hands together and like can cure anything. Like, what? Yeah. Like, hands of pure gold. I don't know what the hell he's doing, but uh... a man of many talents. Maybe I need to go get a Japanese massage. Hey, oh. Hey, oh. <laughs> oh, Raj, you brought up uh, that how the opening scene is just like so great. Was that like what? What exactly you're referring to? Because like when I first like the first like 15 seconds when he's like moving away and like the kids are running after the car, like that's just so iconic. Yeah, I love that. They're like I'll see you later, Danny. Like all these New Jersey accent kids. I feel like you kind of kind of usually see that scene at the end of a movie where like somebody's yeah. like m- finally making it out of the trap or whatever it is. Yeah. And there's people chasing him behind like good for you daddy. But uh instead he's just moving to California. <laughs> yeah, he's just moving out of Newark to a <laughs> shitty apartment in California. Did you guys see uh on the beach soccer scene, the kid that like he first meets gets nailed in the face with the soccer ball. Yeah, no. I don't know if you guys saw it in the fun facts too. I saw it when it happened, and then as when I was doing research, is like he actually got nailed in the face with the oh, soccer oh. ball. Well, I saw that like one thing that I meant to bring up was like some of the fight scenes, like they accidentally hit each other and they just kept the film rolling and just yeah. rolled with it, like uh, gold. At the Halloween scene, after he's, like, running away and getting chased by the skeletons. And, like, the last kick before Miyagi jumps down and, like, goes Spider-Man on everybody. He, uh, LaRusso actually got kicked. Like, in the stomach. Good. Said it hurt. Probably Rogers, Rogers hates Dan. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. <laughs> he just can't relate to him, I guess. I'm, a, I'm more of a Zapka guy myself. Yeah. All right, Jones piece is just a couple more segments for you before we get to trivia here. Um, I believe Hardwick has has something beautiful in this poem for us. Ah, yes, I do. As always, every week I have my my poem prepared. Um, if you guys can lend me your ears, certainly on time. Me, too. Certainly not. This is, this is a short one. Definitely not my best, but um, it'll suffice. Danny Larusso moved to Cali and mis- met Mister Miyagi, who taught him karate. He met a girl named Allie who lived in the valley who stirred up dismay with the up-and-coming sensei. Danny gets bullied and teased, begging his mentor to give him the keys. 
He pulls out the crane, which brings on much pain, and definitely gave Johnny a splitting migraine. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that was your best work yet. Hardwick. Yeah, well done. Well Thank done. you. Thank and, you. Uh, and for the listeners, Hardwick made that while we were recording. So uh, under pressure, the kid yep. is clutch. Clutch. It's a wordsmith. That's how I roll. <laughs> All right, so that was a good segue. Um, I want to get into our next segment. Uh, we haven't done this yet, so I want to introduce it. We're calling it Hidden Gems. So the premise for this segment basically uh, is just some either a movie or a TV show that we think you guys may have never heard of before or that we just want you to uh, either start watching or start watching again. Um, now, who wants to lead off here? Who is pretty pumped about this one? Rogers, you got one for us? Yeah, I, I mean, people have definitely, I'm sure a lot of people have seen or heard of my hidden gems. And the reason it's, I have two is because they're kind of, it's two TV shows kind of based on the same thing. Um, Designated Survivor and The West Wing. And both political shows, obviously, if you can't tell, you know, if you've never heard of those titles, both kind of focus on the president in different ways. But like with everything going on, I feel like everyone's kind of, you know, now more than ever, our generation is kind of like looking in at politics in a different way. And you're not just learning about it like in school, like you're just kind of living it through social media and just like seeing everything. So getting this look at, um, you know, a dramatization of what it's like working in the White House, I think was super appealing. I just watched both of these shows like somewhat recently. So if you're interested in in like that whole type of, of scene and to learn more because you do learn a lot. It's a lot of the shows are a lot of, of the plot and dialogue is, you know, based on actual events. Um, designated survivor, not so much the West wing is Aaron Sorkin writes it and, and directs it. So he's the real deal. So I would definitely um, advise checking those out. If you want to see something related to the president or, or white house stuff. Good picks Rogers. Uh, Hardwick, what do you got? Uh, I have one hidden gem and I feel like a lot of people watch it's on Apple TV. I've mentioned it before, but uh, this, there's a show called Ted Lasso. It's got one season, ten episodes, thirty minutes apiece. Very easy to binge watch. Oh, Just yeah. a feel good, sh- feel good show um, about a a football coach in America. Wichita State wins a national championship, and then he goes over to Europe, uh, to England to to coach a soccer team. Um, he got the wrong football. Um, so it's just a really feel good show. Jason Sudeikis is Ted Lasso. Um, and it's just like it's just an awesome show. It's definitely a good show to like kind of get your uh, kind of get your uh, make you happy and stuff there's a lot of good quotes it's very inspiring so it's a good show good one binge crusher love it yeah absolutely binge crusher um i mine is by no means a hidden gem um if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen this one then you're probably living under a rock right now but um mine's breaking bad i haven't seen or i hadn't seen it in like another one that i hadn't seen like since it came out pretty much I uh, I caught up with it when the fourth season came out and saw it all the way through, but hadn't rewatched it ever again and totally forgot what happened. Like now that I'm rewatching it, every scene is a surprise to me. I have no idea what's going on except like more or less ultimately, obviously. But uh, if it, if you haven't seen Breaking Bad in a while, I recommend going back and giving that a crush. Um, just I mean, one of the greatest shows of all time, hands down. Never never seen it. Before we get into trivia, I was I was uh, scrolling through the dark web and found some pretty uh, interesting movie reviews about, oh, did you? about Karate Kid. Um, I just want to share them with, with with everyone. So this one this one's from the Movie Gazette. Did people not like this one? And and they 
the uh, this this critic refers to Karate Kid like Rocky, but with a smaller Italian and more predictable. <laughs> Another one coming. Uh, it says, "How many assaults were committed in this movie from the popcorn press?" This is so funny. And and the silver screen newsletter says, "All of Cobra Kai, all of Cobra Kai looks the same, kind of like a sorority rush event." <laughs> Man, that's classic. That's good. That's a good segment, Rogers. Good job on that. I make all those. That's up. hilarious. Don't think those are real. Yeah, those are fake. Don't be dumb and think those are real. We just got a clever guy behind the mic. All right. Um, so we love you guys very much. We want to wrap up with some trivia, obviously. Um, Josiah being the winner of last week's trivia and picking this week's movie, uh, we'll be doing this week's trivia. So it's going to be between myself and my colleague, Sam Rogers. Um, Hardwick, what do you got for us here? Aha! Uh-huh. Welcome to the Callbacks Trivia. I am your host, Josiah Hardwick. And let's get started with uh, round one here. Same rules as always. First one to chime in gets uh, first dibs on the question. When was karate considered an Olympic sport to be competed in at the Summer Olympics? Roger. 1934. Incorrect. Nelson. Um, I'm going to say 88. Okay. So neither are of you are correct. So I'm going to make it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to condense. I'm going to, I'm going to condense it a little bit and I'm going to make it multiple choice now. Okay. Okay. So when was karate considered an Olympic sport to be competed in at the Summer Olympics? 2003. 2015. 1994. 1971. Rogers. What was that? 1974? We don't have your audio. We don't have your audio again. But I think you said 94, and that's incorrect. Nelson, to you? So that is surprising to me because I thought that it would have been on even year. I thought it would have been on a year that, you know, the Olympics would have been. But I guess it was an off year. Um, what was the one in the, in the 70s that you mentioned? 71. 71, final answer. Incorrect. The correct answer is 2015. 2015? Yep, that was when it's recognized as an Olympic sports That's crazy. Created. That's crazy. And it was first brought in 2016. That's crazy. Yeah, Rogers can't hear you. All righty. So. Well, how are we going to do this then? Should I just should I just fucking sweep house? Or does Rogers want to send another link? No, Roger. Actually, you know what? We don't need your voice for this next question. We can sign language it. All right. Here we go. Number two, how many belt colors are there in karate? Roger says seven. That's incorrect. Nelson says eight. That is incorrect as well. The correct answer is five. Orange, blue, yellow, green, brown, black. That's actually six. (laughs) (laughs) So six is the answer for that. And our tiebreaker. Or chance to tie here. Yeah, for those no. folks listening at home, Rogers lost audio, so he's just communicating these final answers with hand signals, giving me 
a huge advantage. I'll probably still lose because I'm an absolute jackass. I tell you what, Rogers, do you have a whiteboard or any type of paper with a pen? Because that's how we that's how we do that wow. around here. All right, gang. This is the tiebreaker. I'm gonna win. In the year 2021, how old is Ralph Macchio? 61, 59, 57, or 56? Sixty-one, fifty-nine, fifty-seven, fifty-six. I see Rogers doing math. That's very prudent. Nelson playing the race game. He's a good mathematician. He would be uh, fifty-seven. That is incorrect, Rogers. You can steal and have the choice of topic for next week's episode. Nelson still has yet to choose a topic. What are the options? 61, 59, 57, 56. Rogers, the suspense is killing us. D56. That is incorrect. So I don't know what, you know, I don't know what you want me to say because we knew what his age was in 84 and you guys couldn't do the math to, to you know, maybe put the two together. To figure out what his age oh, is oh, now. Oh, 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 he's 59. Final answer. That is correct, Nelson. You have stolen the board. Congratulations. You needed all the help you could possibly that get. Was, wow. That was a uh, terrible math under pressure. But, uh, you know what? I don't even think it was bad trivia. I think it was horrible contestants. <laughs> like abysmal contestants. Like, that's what it comes down to. So I'm not taking a heat for that because I had good trivia. You guys are just mildly. Mildly under. Right. So we're gonna close out. Obviously, uh, me being the champion of the trivia here, I'm gonna be able to pick a movie, our next movie for the next episode here from our wheel of names. Um, so I've, as you guys might remember, we got our wheel. It's got a bunch of different categories for movies on it. We spin the wheel. Whatever pops up, we pick from that category. Uh, away we spin. We got action, comedy, drama, horror slash thriller, documentary, and sci-fi. Wow. And it lands on horror slash thriller. Oh, uh, oh boy! Oh I grew boy. up terrified of of horror movies. I didn't even watch the trailers for them when they were on TV. So this will be interesting for me. I have delved into it a little bit recently, um, but I'm by no means a, a connoisseur of these horror movies. So we'll see what comes up. Maybe this will give me a chance to to watch one of the older classics, like uh, maybe Silence of the Lambs. But anyway, we'll see what I pick. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us again. We love having you, um, all 12 of you, and uh, we hope you join us again for the next one. Thanks, Jonesers. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully we can have uh, Rogers muted again in the future as well. <laughs> it's really been great. It's really been a nice change of pace. All right. Love you guys.